Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. to heal and be made whole. It's time to heal body, mind, and soul. Now is the time to heal and be made whole. Now's the time. Let us be healed. Body, mind, and soul. Let's go. everyone. Yes, your girl is back. Thank you for joining us here for a special edition of Health Chat with Coach Jean. And I am your girl, none other than the hostess with the most is health awareness, education, information, and inspiration on the planet, Nurse Coach Jean Turner, coming to you live from ATL Hotlanta, Georgia, here in the USA. And look, this is, like I said, a special edition of the podcast show. And today I am featuring the ladies, the visionary and the co-authors of the upcoming anthology, Arise and Shine, which consists of triumph, stories of triumph and strategies to live empowered. Let me tell you, these heroic women with their heroic stories um, coming together to share because we know that our testimony is not our own. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So without further ado, let's pray and get it popping. Most gracious Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for another opportunity to be able to come before your people here in the chat room to share the gift of health, healing, and holistic well-being, body, mind, soul, and spirit. Lord God, I repent right now of my sin. Lord, forgive us, God, of our sin and cleanse us from all sin and all unrighteousness. Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, O oh God. Father God, I pray that something shared on this broadcast will encourage, edify, inspire, and lift up the listeners, Father God. Let them know that they're not alone on their health and wellness journey, Father God. But And Lord God, give them the strength, Father God. Give them the strength, Father God. Strengthen their bodies, their mind and their spirit to press on, to run on, oh God, knowing, dear God, that you don't put no more on us than what we can bear, knowing that you'll never leave us nor forsake us, Father God, knowing, dear God, your word and that your word, oh God, is health and healing to all of our flesh. And Lord God, that you came, that we would have life, have it more abundantly. So I declare and decree health, healing, wholeness, body, mind, soul, and spirit for all each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. I thank you now and ask and pray in your precious son's name. Amen. 
Amen and amen. And so look, without further ado, I want to go ahead and bring in my um, special guest. Now for this episode, I have two guests joining me here today in the chat room. One is the visionary. Yes, the visionary for the upcoming anthology, Arise and Shine anthology. None other than Miss, or should I say Dr. Tanya Blackwood. And then we also have one of the co-authors, Miss Teresa Thompson. Um, let me just go ahead and tell you a little bit about Miss Teresa before we bring them on stage. Let me tell you, she is a retired 30-year career, now retired Army veteran, okay? Because I too am an Army veteran, 25 years. You got me beat, Miss Teresa. She's also a mom, a G-mom, and an independent contractor and licensed insurance agent and a stroke survivor. I say conqueror because we are more than conquerors. But she also has a testimony about God bringing her back from a stroke. Oh, my God. So without further ado, hey, Miss Teresa, are you here in the virtual building? Come on on stage. Join me, love bug. Hey. Good afternoon. How are you this evening? I mean, yeah. I am blessed. About evening. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Look, we are blessed and favored. We are blessed. When God woke us up this morning, we were blessed right then. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And so, yes, thank you so much for joining us. Where are you joining us from? Where are you located? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. You know what? Everybody just about everybody in North Carolina today. What's up with North Carolina? Huh? Uh, Hello. Oh, you retired. Did you retire from Bragg? Fort Bragg? Um, I was at Fort Belvoir and I moved down to Charlotte for retirement. Okay. Okay. Well, real quickly. I spent from December 2007 to July 2010 at Fort Belvoir. That is my favorite of all my duty stations. That was my most favorite one. Fort Belvoir. It was my yes, favorite one too. Yes, but I was there when it was still, we were still in DeWitt, the old hospital. We were still at the old hospital though. And they got this brand new solar hospital there now. My oldest son is stationed. Um, he's up there right now. So, yes. Well, great to have you joining me here in the chat room today. And look, let's go ahead and bring in the visionary of the Rising Sign Anthology, none other than Dr. Tanya Blackwood. She is the host of Arise and Shine Stories of Triumph Show and the Life Empowered Hour. The Life Empowered Hour. I like that. The Life mm. Empowered Hour. It's about oh, being empowered. Yes. Hey, guys. What's hey, going what's on? Up? What's popping? What's Let cooking? What's going on? Here. Everything is everything. I am loving life. I love that we can have a platform like this where we can talk about the tough stuff, but then you bring such an energy, Nurse Jean, that, you know... I'm, I'm, I have to remind myself the topic may not be all that joyful, but I'm going to learn something and I'm going to be happy in the process. I love your platform. I love Aww. it, love it, love it. Because of that, we deal with the tough stuff, but we still keep our joy. You yes. know, yes, and we got to do that, right? The joy yeah. of the Lord is our strength. Yes, and even yeah. now, in the, I don't 
don't know, ladies, but are you noticing that there are a lot of us? It seems like just about everybody you talk to is in the midst of some type of process, is walking through something, mm-hmm. some challenging time. Yeah in their life right now. So it is even more important now than ever before that the joy of the Lord, that we maintain our joy, maintain our peace and let the joy of the Lord allow Mm -hmm. it to strengthen us because it's a choice, right? We allow his joy into our lives, allow him to strengthen us and allow peace peace of mind and peace to guide us right look Amen. don't get me started because it's too late coming on it, I, it's I too late <laughs> my spirit is getting is bubbling up here now to yes Yes, I understand it. It, and it's so important to hold on to and i think you know as we get older you recognize the value and importance not only of just having a one-on-one relationship with him but how that is actually attached because until you get to that point in life, you don't even make the mental correlation between God, strength, joy, God, Mm -hmm. strength, joy, you know, and God, strength, joy, you know, strength, joy, God, strength, joy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, it's been, it's been great coming into that zone. And so platforms like you, Yes, I need to work on my physical strength. I need to work on my spiritual strength. I need to work on all of that and get healthy so I can serve the Lord. So go on, Nurse Coach Jean Turner. Serve your purpose. <laughs> or oh, turn up. My girlfriend Sharon Shannon on Clubhouse. She'd be like, What's up, Jean? Turn up. <laughs> <laughs> that suits you. That suits you most definitely. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. Because hmm, <laughs> this time, look, 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 look. I know we on here to talk about grief recovery, but I also believe in allowing Holy Spirit to have his way. Yes. So look, if you are tuning into this live broadcast, this special edition of Health Chat with Coach Gene, go ahead and tag and share this broadcast with everybody in your friend list. Just go ahead and tag and share yes. it now. And I ain't going to tell you to do something that I ain't already done myself. So I'm going to go ahead and tag, share it too. Or yes, I am on all my other platforms. Yes. Because somebody somewhere needs to hear what is going to be shared here in this next 45 minutes or hour or however long God would allow us to be on here right now. Okay. So go ahead and share it out. Go ahead and tag, share right now to your timelines, share, go ahead and tag. Some of y'all got 10, 20, 15, 2,000, 5,000 followers. I know you can't share with everybody, but if you at least share it with 10% of those that you are friends for friends with and know on YouTube, hey, we can get this message out. And so I know we're supposed to be talking about, uh, yeah, I know, forgive me. I know we're supposed to be talking about grief recovery, but I want to make sure I share it too, because again, I ain't going to be no hypocrite. But um, look, grief recovery. Now, I've lost both of my parents, one in 2010, one two years after that, almost to the date. Um, I've had aunts and people in my family to pass away. But what I want to really, really, really get across to our listeners is that grief 
comes, loss, loss comes in many forms, right? We most often equate it with the loss of a person, the loss of a loved one, right? And we know over the last, especially over the last two, two and a half to three years, there's been so much loss in the land and worldwide because of this global pandemic. Mm-hmm. We talking young and old. It don't even matter the age no more. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know that loss also comes in the form as loss of health as we once knew it. Yeah. I didn't never I never equated loss until 2018, 2019 when I was walking through a suddenly healthcare crisis. But loss, loss of health as we've known it, a decline in health, that's a form of loss, right? You know, um, backstage before the broadcast started, ladies, we were talking about how some people, you know, the loss of their family pet that they've had for years and years. And for many people, especially our elderly population, their pet is their companion, right? So the loss of a pet, that is a loss for many people, right? Remember I shared about my girlfriend, Erin, whose dog alerted her that there was a fire and actually saved her from being burnt up in the fire. She grieved this pet. I just talked to her a few weeks ago. Loss of a career, which Mm -hmm. I want you to kick off and talk about, Teresa. Both you and I retired Army whore again. And um, it's a loss that comes with that, the loss of a career. When you retire, people don't equate loss to that. But I want you to begin by sharing that form of loss with our, with our, with our audience. Retirement for Teresa Thompson was drastic and I had to do it for some really great reasons. But what I didn't realize after I had left Fort Belvoir and moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, that I was grieving and and I was good my friends. I had a close-knit family. My workplace was another uh, uh, attachment to my regular family. And I didn't know I was grieving until it was brought to my attention. And I was wondering, why was I depressed every day? Why was I trying to stay in tune and, and motivated to get up every day or to have a hundred things on my calendar like I was Uh, in the military, um, when you had a command level and you have this whole calendar of every minute to the day, to the week, to the month, and then you go from that retirement to civilian life and you're not moving a hundred miles per hour anymore. You're not given what you used to get up at, oh, dark 30 PT, uh, work all the way to me maybe seven o'clock in the evening and then come to nothing. It was like hitting that roadblock and, and you hitting that break and you just go forward and stop. And it's like, Lord, what happened to my life? And grief set in, depression set in, and insomnia got even worse. And a lot of people don't understand uh, the change from their old uh, work life to their new civilian life of retirement. That is very traumatic. Yes. Oh my God. You said a mouthful right there. It is very traumatic. And when I retired August 25th of 2020, okay, 
I was still recovering from the last Sunday healthcare crisis. So I had to retire. The Army said, you know what, with everything that you have endured over these last year, year and a half, two years, you're no longer fit for duty because I was about to make full bird colonel. I was lieutenant colonel about to make full bird within the next year or so. I had no intentions of retiring. So I was coming back from a healthcare crisis and retiring, clearing at the same time, attending retirement briefings all at the same time. And it didn't hit me until the following month after I retired, September of 2020, when I thought, oh my God, like I really felt it then. You know what I'm saying, Teresa and Tanya? Yes. I really felt it then. That loss of that life that I once known in the military, being this whole, whole Army Nurse Corps officer. And like you said, constantly having my schedule filled up to, you know, to, okay, now what I'm going to do? What I'm, I mean, I knew I was, I knew I was going to be semi-retired. I knew that because I just had to be doing something. But to go from that level to, hmm, you know, where you got mm-hmm. time to sit on your bed and think, oh, my God, I, I, I'm not transitioning that well. You know, you got a lot of time on your hands then compared to yes. what you are used to. So I want to thank you for sharing that, because, again, to you, our listeners, grief comes in many forms. And so but what we most relate grief to, right, is the loss of a loved one. And so, you know, there's a a well-known, well, there's a psychological-based model called the um, Five Stages of Grief that was created by Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross back in the day. And, you know, that stage says that everyone goes through these stages, right? It's denial, it's anger, it's bargaining, it's depression, and it's acceptance, right? But the problem with that is that according to that model, Everybody goes along in this step by step, step approach, step by step approach. Everybody goes through that process in that order and has to complete one process before moving to the next. And we know good and doggone well that that ain't always the case because you could be angry one day, move into depression, move back into uh, anger again, then hit denial. There's no it's a roller coaster ride. Yeah, it's a roller coaster ride. Tanya, speak to that roller coaster ride, if you will. It's so true. I mean, even I had, I wasn't in the military for the long period straight like you guys. Um, But just the change of having that, I think Teresa spoke about it and you did as well, that regimentation. Mm -hmm. So then you're used to that and then you come out and that's when the roller coaster dips. You're like, whoa, and your stomach, you know, that feeling like when you're coming straight down. Um, But somebody usually would tell me what to do right now. Oh, my goodness. I'm on my own. There's no more schedule. I got to make one. I'm in charge of my life. Oh, my God. Right. That's for, say, losing my father for me. It's that foundation. It's that structure that you have that is like gone. Right. A spouse rolling over, touching the pillow instead of the person, boom, stomach dropped. Mm-hmm. That That is, or for mm-hmm. me, it's even that one of my favorite rides. And you're either this person or you're the roller coaster person. I'm this person, the twirl of world. You know, the one that just <laughs> spins and goes out like this and then spin. That's me, right? That's my ride. I love to get on that one. 
But then I don't like when my life does that. So Mm -hmm. to me, you know, having that whirl and twirl with the roller coaster up and down, I'm sad. They didn't die. No, really, they didn't. I'm good. I feel fine. I got it today. No, tomorrow, I don't want to get up. I don't want to answer the phone. I don't want to go to work. I just can't be bothered. Oh, today I'm great. Oh, it's good. It's a ride. It's a ride. And, it's a ride. and people, unless you've been through it, you 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 can't relate. So you can come with come to me with all the science that you want. But the feeling and what I'm going through, mm-hmm. that relationship that I have with my savior is really about all that can really encapsulate how I'm feeling. Yes. You know, working through that. But let me hush. I'm just, I'm going on and on. I, and I don't want to give you. No, the- you're good. You're good. But that, that is a very great description. You know, one day you're, hey, bing, 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 <laughs> ricochet rabbit. And then the next day you like, uh huh. Yeah. I mean, that's reality. Now, that's the realness of it there. That's mm-hmm. the realness of it. And some days you don't want to, you don't feel like being bothered. You could be okay one moment. And then the next moment you think about that loved one or that loss or whatever's going, whatever the loss is. And then suddenly you in this funk and you know, it, 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 it yeah. And it varies, you know, and, and this yeah. is the thing. There's no timetable on grief and the grieving process. Yep. You ever had those people that tried to, and we are bad for this in Christian. I mean, I'm going to say it and I'm probably going to piss some people off. Okay. Oh, well. So look at here. I'm saved. I love the Lord, Holy Spirit, Phil. And I know that God is in control and he has his reasons why he takes folks or, you know, whatever. He has his reasons for, you know, we got to go through these processes and whatever. But for you to say to me, um, they're in a better place now. I know if they were saved and know Jesus, I know they're in a better place. But can I really? Can I be human right now? Can I be human right now and grieve over the loss that I'm experiencing? Can I just do that? Sometimes we are so spiritually minded that we're no earthly good. Oh my God goodness. gave us emotions. Yeah, he gave us these emotions. Jesus was emotional in the garden. Was he not emotional when he said, Father, take this cup Mm -hmm. from me, but not my will, your will be done. He was emotional at that time. Was not the prophet Elijah emotional when he ran from Jezebel to the cave and had the cave experience? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, you you speak in truth, sis. You you speak in truth because I don't need you walking up to me quoting nothing. Yes. And giving me no, well, you need to go to Psalms 346. I know that don't exist, but you know what I'm saying. Because yeah. <laughs> right there is going to be exactly what you need. And I'm looking at you. And a lot of times, honestly, some of us with grief, we spend years. Come on. Years. numb. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come on. Years in almost like a trance. Um, honestly, when my father passed, I, I, I have vague memories of the memorial service. And I, all I can see right now in my face is the stained glass window because mm. I was in shock. Mm. So for you to come and say, OK, you need to look this up when really I'm looking at you. And all I could use really is just a hug at that right at that moment. 
just be a human for me. Just touch my soul. Mm-hmm. Touch mm-hmm. me and let me know yeah. that I'm still alive, that it's okay, that you're here for me. Just be real. You know, yeah. but yeah, that's yeah, don't don't quote nothing, don't read me nothing. Don't just just come on. Be, just be. Just be for me. Come on, come on. Yeah, just be there for me. And sometimes don't you ain't gotta say something all the time. Right. Sometimes it's good to be quiet. And just let the person know that your presence is there. People yeah. think they always got to say something. What, what, do you, what do you have to say to that, um, Teresa? Well, one thing uh, that um, I can truly um, touch on is that the Holy Spirit is so awesome because those days when I'd be in bed for three, four days, my son would come in there and he was like, you're okay. I was like, I'm good. But, you know, after that third, fourth day, he, he getting concerned, but I pray and I was like, Lord, um, you got this, you, you bring whoever to me at your time frame, or phone call or a text or however. And he is always on time. I uh, uh, talked to uh, Dr. Tanya all the time. And I was like, you know, I had a bad day, but God brought someone to bring me out of that. That's right. Because we get in our head space, but we don't know how to come out of it. But God knows how to bring us out of it. And I lean on the Lord all the time. And Psalms 4610, be still and know that I am God. I am still all the time and I'm waiting to listen to him because he guides me on everything. And that's what everyone else out there need to rely on that scripture. Psalms 4610. Be still and know that I am God. And he will lead you in your worst time, your worst minute, the worst day, even a worst week. Mm. <laughs> but just Amen. lean on, on God for understanding, because if not, you will disappoint yourself trying to do it all by yourself. Amen. Amen. And so that's that's leading me, you know, into the Rise and Shine anthology Tanya, you know, you, you, well, Holy Spirit, the Lord brought together this group of women, me included, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we all have different backgrounds. We all wrote about different things. And it is my understanding that a few of the women, I think Teresa, you included, shared your chapter about um, grief that you experienced in your life. So before I go to that, if you're able to talk about it, Teresa, Tanya, go ahead and um, tell us just a little bit about the Rise and Shine anthology and the group that came together. Yeah, well, I I agree with you wholeheartedly, 150%, that um, God appointed this group. I really didn't know the shape and form that they would come in. I was really just being obedient and and honestly transparent, a little scared, you know, to step out for those of you that thought about and you see these anthologies everywhere and you're like, well, I, I want to participate or even maybe do one. I'm going to be real with you. It's work. But when it's divinely ordered, that's something else altogether. Yeah. So if somebody asks you to be a part of their anthology, it's OK for you to say give me a minute. I need to talk to daddy because it needs to be divinely appointed. He gave me the Arise and Shine podcast 
I had the pleasure of sharing that experience, some of it with my co-host, Benicia Wyatt. All of those steps were appointed by him. And for him to whisper to me a collection of these stories, I'll send the people, you just step out. And you guys know me, I'm always saying that you just make one step, he's going to come with the rest. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Faith without work. So you got to you got to make one step. So he brought these mag. I know I'm making this word up. I don't really care. Magnanimous women. <laughs> just, and then bless me with one young gentleman who I know intimately because he is my nephew. But his story, when you read his story, will rock your world. And so we all came together to do this collection And I wanted to make sure that, okay, it's not just feel good stories, but there are strategies that you will walk away with saying, well, if that worked for them, I know it's going to work for me. Right. So I wanted it to bring some value and I, every single one of the authors, including Eugene and Teresa that have contributed, I'm going to tell y'all when I read all of it, I'm like, Ooh, thank you, Jesus. You know, um, People will be able to walk away and say, okay, I know I can handle that a little better because I I got the inside blueprint if it ever happens to me. So Mm. yeah, that, that it's, it's just, it's been a blessing. Um, And I'm just so grateful to everybody involved. So it is the child of the arise and shine stories of triumph podcast. And from my understanding, people are asking me, when is volume two coming? Oh, wow. I, I don't even know yet, but um, since it was put in the atmosphere, I, I'm going to check with daddy and I will get back to you. Check with daddy. <laughs> That's right. We got to check with daddy because yes. there's a lot of anthologies. There's a lot going on, a lot of you know, different opportunities to speak and do all these things and be on all these platforms and write all these books. But if God did not lead you, Yes. Okay. I I just had this conversation earlier uh, with Dr. Nicole. Um, look, I'm in a season right now to where I am checking with daddy for everything. Right. I do not want to miss the move of God in this season. Everything yes. is not meant for me to be a part of. And look, yes. this is, let me tell you why we're here on Health Chat with Coach Gene even today. Because God has given me a mission, a ministry, and a mandate. He has commissioned me. He has called me to the ministry of health and healing. Now, we know the labor is worthy of his reward, and it takes money to do ministry and money to run a business. But everything for me is not about business, is not about making money. I am on a mission <laughs> to make an impact, yes, to ma'am. impact the world, okay? With health and healing to teach others stewardship over their health. So I, everything for me is not about making money. There must be a greater purpose other than making money. And Amen. so I step back because everything I do, I want to be led by God. So I yes. thank you for saying that. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that is key. Cause only what we do for Christ is going to last. Amen. And so, Talking yes. about the anthology, Teresa, you are one of the co-authors. 
without giving away because we want them to buy the book. God knows we want them to buy the book, right? <laughs> I want to be a two-time best-selling author because the first no. time was also as a part of the anthology. Now, I've written about five books myself, but never made it to number one best-selling author until I was a part of the first anthology I was a part of, which was with uh, Kern Crockett Cherry. Hey, Kern, if you're out there listening hey, and to make it happen, you know, mm -hmm. and then no, really three times because I was also a part of the Living Faith Out Loud anthology with Dorothy P. P. Wilson, the fabulous Dorothy P. Wilson. Hey, Dorothy, if you're listening, <laughs> I miss you. Um, so this is going to be the third time, but it's all anthologies. That's <laughs> right. Yet, that's right. I have yet to be a number one bestseller of the books that I've self-published, but that's okay. God knows. You're listening to Joy Slide Worldwide Podcast. Uh -huh.